We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Of course, you heard Gary talk about coronavirus is on the rise. Highest level of community spread. Be scared. Run, run. It, it's never going to end. I was at a funeral and recently and... The uncle, the very liberal uncle, who I think tests like six times a day, just in case he might have COVID, even though he probably has no symptoms, let us informed us that he tested positive for COVID. So what are we supposed to do with that? Uh, Senator Siobhan Donovan is here today. She's talked frequently about COVID. I want to briefly touch on that and then get to the General Assembly. Good morning, Senator Donovan. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So when are we going to just stop talking about COVID? I When I got this message that this uncle tested positive, I, I said, okay, so what, what am I supposed to do with that information? And now you see it's on the rise, the highest levels. We're three years in. Uh, w- when is this going to end? Well, I I wish that I could, I could use a magic wand to um, return us to a state of science. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, but it's very frustrating to me as well. This is really one of the only illnesses that we discuss based on community spread. And the reason we discussed community spread and had any kind of thresholds for it in the very beginning is because spikes in community spread often predicted spikes in hospitalization. But that was all before we had the vaccination and that we had some reasonable natural immunity. And no longer are those two variables very reflective. Well, so we, really what we should be reporting is who's in the hospital. Well, and we keep hearing the new variant is really, really contagious. Like it's more contagious than the other variant that was really contagious. But I, I, I let's talk instead about COVID on the real crisis in Virginia and around the country, which is mental health and the need for mental health services. I saw that the governor is proposing a $230 million plan on improving mental health services in Virginia. You are a key component to that, as I understand it. So talk to us about what's in store with the General Assembly, and let's start with looking at some of these behavior mental health uh, needs that we have in Virginia. That is, um, you know, I I couldn't agree more. When I I was uh, both blessed and enlightened by the opportunity to help the new administration come in and get a debrief on what the issues were in the HHR Secretary of Health and Human Resources. And it is, it is in no way um, inflammatory to say we're in an absolute crisis. And that is across the age spectrum, and it is in every service. We are not well managing inpatient care of mental health, and we really have vastly inadequate access to community-based services. So not only do we have 
um, issues that have evolved with COVID that have created isolation, exacerbation, and, you know, in, in many cases, first expression of anxiety, depression. But we're seeing that now manifested in suicide and children and in drug addiction. And, you know, you, you have the parallel mental health crises of addiction with now fentanyl being introduced without anybody's knowledge in illegal drugs that they may be using. It is, it is a crisis partially because we, number one, do not screen and treat early, and number two, don't have the facilities in place to treat those that really need critical or emergent need. So the gover- governor has made an unprecedented investment in things like crisis treatment centers. You know, we hear all the time about emergency rooms that hold people that are waiting to go for a mental health diagnosis to inpatient care, and they can be there for days, um, not healthy and not productive. And many of them may not even need an admission. They just need crisis management short term. He's made a huge investment in that. He's made an investment in educating people to be available in the community to provide care. He is funding the reimbursement of individuals. You know, you don't have a workforce if nobody wants to do it because they can't feed their family if they do that job. That's kind of where we are on a lot of the services that we need in mental health and behavioral health and having access to that. So all of these things, he's, he, he and his team have done a really respectable job of drilling down to the truth of where we are and why we are failing Virginia. And they, have, they are making, you know, sea-tide sea changes and how we're going to address that and own it and really fix it. We are talking to Senator Siobhan Donovan about the General Assembly. I'm Karen Michael, in for John Reed. I have a terrible statistic to share with you. In my block, 0.1 mile block, in my tiny neighborhood, we've had three children commit suicide. In my tiny block, one just the other day. And... I mean, I'm physically sick over what's happening with our children. You know, he's he was in high school, a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of the two of the three were young in high school. The other one had just graduated high school, two of them during COVID. And I just I think is that is that statistic just so out of line or is this happening way more than we realize with our youth? And what would you in this comprehensive continuum of care transformation that I know you refer to with the General Assembly, what focus would there be on the mental health for our youth? Because I truly think that is a crisis beyond, I think that is a huge crisis. And I am sick at at just my own block, knowing these children. I just, and I feel so helpless. And I feel so, I, I just, it makes you ache when you think of the, the families and the parents and the siblings and, the ripple effect and the block, there will be one of the things that the governor is introducing with his budget is um, mental health screening for every child in public education in the state. And this is something I've been arguing for for a long time. As a clinician, you don't throw away opportunities to screen. When you have patients in your presence, if they come to my office and they're for an annual exam, I'm screening for everything else too because that's an opportunity for me to pick up on something that maybe they didn't think about or maybe they weren't eager to talk about, but it might really change their lives. It could be like domestic violence. We waste the seven hours we have with kids in school as an opportunity to screen and have early intervention. And I think part of it is because people don't want 
it, it's messy, right? I mean, they don't want to get involved in it. It might be expensive. What better investment could we make? So we need to screen to identify kids that are at risk. We need to make sure that we then connect them to care. Um, last year I was able, or the year before, I was able to um, allow schools to charge for telemedicine. That sounds, you know, like one more expensive thing in healthcare, but here's the thing. Telemedicine equipment has to be HIPAA protected, and kids are where they are. We already have them. Getting them to an appointment somewhere else is really hard. But if we could be doing some telepsychiatry for people with parents' permission to treat kids that really have depression, anxiety, whatever it is, we really would be seizing the opportunity of when we already have kids present to identify problems and solve them. And the governor's starting to figure out a way to maybe do this by screening every kid in Virginia. Well, I see that there's $9 million in the budget for that to expand telebehavior health services in public schools, college campuses, which, I mean, that is so critical. What else is on tap that you see for the General Assembly this session? Um, you know, I, I, heard the, I heard the news, you know, as, as we were coming into this, and I hope it's not going to be highly political. It is fascinating eight years in for me in the Senate to not fully be able to predict, you know, I show up ready to solve problems and I have been the witness to good ideas that people agree with being killed simply because there's a, you know, a political gain or something that can be put on a, a um, political ad in a mailbox instead. So I, I hope there's going to be good progress. There's going to be a lot done this year for me on education, on educating healthcare providers, on getting really um, academia out of the way of getting more nurses. Um, I, I have a, um, a budget amendment. The governor has a similar one to invest in psychiatric nurse practitioners. I will tell you, I take care of women that are pregnant, that are on Medicaid, and they have some, some serious mental health disorders, including things like bipolar. There is no psychiatrist in central Virginia that will manage and take care of these patients. I am treating bipolar in my office because I, the only other alternative is that my patients don't get treated. And so, you know, we, we really need to address access to a healthcare workforce. Mental health uh, psychiatric nurse practitioners can really be an asset in solving that problem of access in the community. So there's going to be some investments in educating them and asking them to stay in Virginia. So it is, it is a, broad scope of looking at every issue. Well, and I'm, I'm back with the governor now, but no, I'm going to be working on making sure that we have that healthcare workforce because when we talk about what the hospitalization is for flu or for, you know, COVID or this combined respiratory illness situation, it's manageable from the standpoint of numbers of patients in hospital beds. The real stressor is that there are so many healthcare workers that have left the workforce we need to replenish their numbers because we put those that are still there at risk of burnout because there's so few of them in compared to the census of the hospital. So I think you're going to be seeing a lot of things. I have a lot of education. We, we've got to improve healthcare in general. You know, our, I can't get records on labs from a patient that's seen another doctor because the proprietary aspect of health records has made it so that Sharing data information doesn't happen, so patients pay more to have data repeated, labs repeated, tests done, or come back and see the doctor later 
when you can get their records. We're going to interconnect all those EMRs in a HIPAA-safe way that's inexpensive for the state of Virginia. We're going to make your health care honestly less expensive because we're going to stop doing tests we don't need to do. Well, that's that's definitely music to the ears of a lot of people. I can tell you my niece was getting trying to get into PA school, and it's it's a little shocking how few slots she did end up. She is going to PA school, but it's shocking to me how few slots there are for people getting these degrees. And so I hope that you will focus on education. Dr. Siobhan Donovan, have a great General Assembly session. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Karen. Thanks so much for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.